3: I'm Gail King. I'm Andrea Day. I'm Diane Gibbons. I'm Lindsay Vaughn. I'm Jamila Jamal. I'm
0: Anita
2: Hill. I'm Brenda Chapman. I'm Alana Glazer. And this is Good Night Stories for Rebel Girls.
3: Listen wherever you get your podcasts or find out more at rebelgirls.com slash audio. I'm so excited to have made it to Delrin. I'm staying here for a few days with my friend, Haley. We've been friends since we were both teenagers. She's always been an excellent artist, and she works in this town as a painter. Everyone loves her portraits, but my favorite pieces of hers are when she paints flowers. I don't know how she does it, but she brings something magical to the canvas when she paints them. Haley sent me a small picture of a daffodil she painted on some scrap paper, and I keep it with me when I travel. Some areas don't have any flowers, and it's nice to have one with me, especially one that isn't going to wilt. I got to her home this morning, and we've had a lazy day of drinking hot chocolate and painting together. It started raining around lunch, and according to Haley, nothing goes better with a rainy day than a mug of hot chocolate. And you know, I think she's right. Do you hear that?
4: The rain? It's started really coming down, hasn't it?
3: No, I think it's something else. A sort of... dripping noise? I don't think it's the rain. Huh. It looks like the roof is leaking over here.
4: Oh no, not again. Uh, Where's that bucket? Ah, here we are. Nice and big. This will take care of it for a while, but I should patch that leak before it gets too big. My neighbour Richard has a ladder he's always happy to lend me.
3: Do you want me to run over and ask? I'll come with you. I
4: need to stretch my legs after all this sitting down.
3: We pack up all the paints and carefully clean our paintbrushes. Haley makes sure all the paintings in the living room are well away from the leak while I finish up my hot chocolate. And then we head to Richard's house. There are lots of puddles on the ground outside and I am sorely tempted to splash in them, but I'm not sure Haley would appreciate extra water on her skirts. We get to Richard's house before I can ask her and the stone walkway to his door keeps us above the puddles anyway.
5: Oh, Haley! Please, please! And this must be your friend, Ryan! No need to stand out there in the rain! Please, please, come in! Come in! Ah, oh,
4: thanks, Richard. Yes, this is Ryan. Ryan, this is Richard. We've been neighbors for a few years now.
3: Nice to meet you.
4: Good to meet you. We were wondering if we could borrow a ladder. My ceiling has a bit of a hole in it. Huh, of course. Now that's something you want to get fixed before your whole house starts flooding. What with all this rain? But we've got a bucket catching the rainwater. Don't worry.
3: We're not in a huge rush. It's a really big bucket.
4: Oh, that's good. But If you're not in a big hurry or
5: anything, do you think you might be able to help me out with just a, a small thing? I was going to make my favorite stew, but it... Turns out I'm all out of onions. Uh, Again! I know! (laughs) Uh, Might you happen to have an extra onion uh, laying around the back of a cupboard?
4: (laughs) I'm afraid I'm all out, but we could stop by Ananda's house and see if she has any. Oh, you don't need to do that for me. I I was just asking to
5: see if, you know, you had an extra one just rolled to the back of the cupboard, or uh, underneath a dresser, or,
4: you know, uh, not to send you running around doing errands for me. (laughs) Oh, you don't need to be going out in the rain. And I know you will go out there if we don't do it for you.
3: Oh, well, really is- Really, it's no trouble at all.
4: Plus, I know you're going to share that stew with us when you make it. That's some incentive. Oh, all right. Uh, you're too kind, though. Thank you, Haley.
3: How about we go there right now? And when we've got that onion you want, we'll come back and borrow your letter.
5: Yeah, you need to simmer that stew for a while, right? We ought to get it started. Oh, yeah. You do have a good point. Don't want to redo that whole simmering over incident like last week. All right. See you in a bit. Toodles!
2: Hey there, Haley. And who's this? Hey,
4: Ananda. This is my friend Ryan. Pleasure to meet you. Likewise. We were wondering if we could borrow an onion, or have it. I suppose we won't be able to return it.
2: (laughs) Sure. Why don't you step inside while I grab it?
3: Oh, it smells wonderful in here. Thank you. I've been baking a
2: lot of bread today. It's my favorite thing to do when it's raining.
4: My favorite rainy day treat is hot chocolate. Ryan and I have had several mugs of it today already.
3: That sounds delicious. It was. (laughs) How has your baking been going?
2: Wonderfully. I did a batch this morning that turned out great, and I'm working on another one. It's currently nearing the end of the bulk ferment, so I have a couple proofing baskets ready in preparation for the shaping. I went with three folds this time so the gas retention should be good. Though, with this weather, the pre-ferment may not have been quite long enough, so the texture may be off. But I'm hopeful.
4: I'm sure it'll be fine, Ananda. You're a master when it comes to making bread.
2: I told Bert I'd come by and deliver a loaf from the first batch, but I've been putting it off. I wish I could have done it before the skies opened up.
3: We have to run a few errands outside anyway. We could drop the loaf off for you.
2: Really? That would save me from having to deal with wet socks. Of course. I'll stick the bread in my coat so it doesn't get rained on.
3: Our socks are already wet, anyway. When you're done with your errands, come by again. I'll have a new batch of bread ready with a loaf that has your name on it. Ooh, fantastic! Ananda wraps the loaf in some paper and gives it to Haley, who carefully places it in her coat. We say our goodbyes, and then Haley leads the way to Bert's house. We're visiting all her neighbors today, it would seem. Expecting a delivery of bread, Bert is quick to open the door, but they're surprised to see Haley and I instead of Ananda. Nonetheless, Bert invites us in and out of the rain. As soon as we're inside, it becomes obvious that a tinkerer lives here. There's various springs and gears scattered around, and almost every flat surface has been turned into a work table of some kind. I'm immediately distracted by all the fun things around, but Haley introduces me and gives an explanation for our visit. Bert gets very excited when they find out Haley has their bread. Yes,
1: I've been looking forward to this all day. Oh, it's so warm. Thank you. It was
3: really no problem. Wow, I love your workshop.
1: (laughs) Thank you. I create small animatronics. Usually they're just little toys that wander around, but lately I've been trying to make ones with a purpose. I can show you what I'm working on now if you'd like.
3: I'd love to. Uh, Haley, we've still got some time, right? Right.
4: I also want to see what you're working on, Bert.
3: Okay, it's over here on my
1: workbench. This little cart here is supposed to roll around on its own and scoop up crumbs. This gear here turns a larger wheel that has little brooms on the end of it. It sweeps up dust and stuff into the cart part. You know, where it holds things. There's probably a better name for it. That is amazing. The last thing I need is the automation spell. I'm supposed to pick it up from Theodora sometime today or tomorrow.
4: We can pick that up for you if you'd like. We're running errands
3: today.
1: That would be really convenient. There's a couple of tweaks I want to make in this before Enchant It, and that would give me the perfect time to do it.
3: Sounds perfect, then. Haley leads the way to Theodora's house. I see cut herbs drying in the windowsill and potted plants hanging on the edges of the roof. An awning above the front entrance protects us from the rain when we walk up, and there's a bell by the door for visitors to ring. We ring it, and when Theodora opens the door, we explain that we're here to pick up an enchantment for Bert.
0: Bert is one of my favorite customers. They're always asking me for these ingenious enchantments that are so fun to do. This time it's for a sweeping cart. I got to modify a navigation spell and combine it with an animation spell. I don't think anyone's done that before.
3: How do you make an enchantment? I always thought it was just something you did. Enchant an object. I didn't know you could have a physical enchantment.
0: On a basic level, I enchant an object that acts as a placeholder for the final one. It holds the spell in stasis until whoever purchases it can apply it. What I have for Bert is a piece of cloth that gets draped over their automaton. I'll often enchant things directly, of course, but Bert's mechanics work best when they apply the enchantment themselves. Their automatons are so intricate that only Bert can really understand them, and that understanding makes the spell stronger. We make quite the team. My knowledge of how to craft the enchantment and Bert's knowledge of how to apply it.
3: Wow, that's really impressive.
0: Unfortunately, I'm not quite finished. I'm missing the last ingredients I need for it, though. I've got to collect some rainwater, and while I've put out all my cups and bowls, it's not collecting fast enough. I don't suppose you have a buck that I could borrow?
4: <laughs> I can do you one better!
3: What do you mean? Would you like to borrow a bucket that's already full of rainwater?
4: My roof has a bit of a leak. I don't know if it'd affect your spell to have rainwater collected from a living room instead of a
0: garden, but... Oh, that would still work. Can I use your bucket? It's exactly what I need. Of course. Is your home going to flood if I take it? Oh, don't worry about
4: that. I have other buckets too. Sometimes I have a lot of paintbrushes to clean at once.
0: Well, that certainly makes me feel better. We'll go grab it right now
3: and then do a reverse loop through the neighbourhood. What do you mean? We visited Richard, then Ananda, then Bert, and now you. And once we get your bucket, we'll be visiting Bert, then Ananda, then Richard. We've been helping everyone out with errands today, but you're the first person we can help ourselves.
0: Well, I'm happy to be of service.
4: (laughs) I'm just so excited that my giant bucket gets to be even more useful.
3: us a little longer to carry the very full bucket from Haley's living room to Theodora's home than it did to run any of the other errands, but we get it there eventually. Theodora performs the finishing touches on their enchantment, which we deliver to Bert. Thank you! I'm so excited to see this! Okay!
1: That's amazing!
4: You've outdone yourself with this one, Bert.
1: You think so? It's um Or Ananda.
4: Oh, but she's going to love it.
1: Do you want to come with me to deliver it? I'm too nervous to do it on my own. I might turn around at the door if nobody's there to stop me. Of course.
4: Plus, Ananda's promised us fresh bread. You know I'm not missing out on
3: that.
1: <laughs> I would never expect you to, Haley.
3: The three of us head over to Ananda's. She lights up when she sees Bert with us, and her smile gets even bigger when she finds out what they made for her. Bert had no reason to be nervous. Ananda gets an onion for us, and we leave the two of them to deliver it to Richard.
5: Oh, there you are!
3: took us a bit longer than expected but we got the onion
5: oh thank you you're actually right on time
4: i've been prepping all the other ingredients ah yes we clearly planned that all along my sixth soup sense had the timing all sorted out ah you and that soup sense
5: oh quick get my ladder it's, uh, it's right out back uh, your roof's been leaking long enough time you return right and there might be stew for you both
3: and if we time it wrong
5: oh well There'll just be the lingering scent of stew and a dirty napkin. Richard! (laughs) I'm kidding! I'll save you some stew. Now, run, run, run along, fix your roof. Have I ever been late for dinner? No, ma'am, you never have.
3: Ladder in hand, we finally fix the living room leak. It takes comparatively little time to patch the roof than it did to get a ladder to do it. Once we're confident that Haley's house will stay dry inside, we return the ladder and get some of Richard's legendary soup. He insists on sharing it with Ananda, since she provided the onion, so we all head over with one last delivery. It's not raining anymore, but Ananda insists we come inside and have some of her bread with the soup. Bert is still there, along with Theodora invited by Ananda for fresh bread as soon as she learned who made the enchantment for the clockwork cart. Richard, of course, brought far too much soup for one person anyway, so there's plenty to go around. We have a little potluck with the six of us there in Ananda's house, dipping bread in the soup and watching the cart roll around sweeping up crumbs, trying to decide a name for it. The sun has long set by the time we agree to name it Robert and move on to other topics, discussing arts and crafts, magic, community, and a whole host of other things, together in the candlelight. Thank you for side questing with us. This episode, What Goes Around Comes Around, was written and produced by Tal Minear. The voice of Haley was Emma Laslett. Richard was voiced by Sean Howard, Ananda was voiced by Amara Augustine, Bert was voiced by Ali Hilton, and Theodora was voiced by Shade Oi Makinoa. The voice of Ryan was Talmanir. A big thanks to Anne, Ilya, Jesse, Kyle, and E.L. Thackeray for supporting this episode. If you like sidequesting, you might like Signed Venus a new audio fiction podcast about one dynamic duo's journey to uncover the identity of an anonymous, traveling writer. This show is really lovely. It's warm and heartfelt, while also being cool and mysterious. It reminds me of all the good parts about living by the beach, and I think you'll really like it. Here's the trailer. 10 years is an awfully long time to stay a mystery. Why would they bother pointing that out now, if they really didn't want people to look for them? The person, the myth, the Coast Venus legend themselves, the writer.
1: The writer. I still don't see why I should tell you how to find the writer.
0: What brought
5: you two to Arabella?
3: Arabella was the writer's first stop, and it sounds so beautiful, and the people seem so friendly.
5: That description's not super detailed, though, right? How are we even supposed to- Did you get lost? (laughs) (sighs) Well, it's been ten years, right? People change, I guess.
2: Signed, Venus, Part 1. Coming this spring. is an important part of our lives. Not only do we need it to be strong and healthy, but it can be a way we connect with others, like when you're sitting around the dinner table with friends or family. So what happens when someone commits a food crime? Food crimes are things like sneaking Halloween candy before school with a sibling, or making dessert that only you like, even when the whole family was looking forward to dessert. There are two sides to every story, so when a food crime is committed, we simply have to hear the whole truth. And in the show Food Crimes, you can listen as real kids bring their real stories to the food court. They explain the crime in question and make their case to the judge. So if you'd like to see if justice is served, be sure to listen to Food Crimes
3: wherever you listen to podcasts.